Welcome to Listener. Now, this adventure in sound, or theatre of the mind as we call it, is taking you to the oldest continual rainforest in the world. I've just passed over a, a little plank bridge and walking through the roots of ancient rainforest trees in the Dane Tree, Cape Tribulation, the doppled light through the ferns, the great buttress roots, I keep an eye out for, of course, scrub turkeys and the occasional snake, the moss on the trees. This is a magnificent place. It's about 15 minutes off the main road behind the Daintree Eco Lodge, it's called. Home of the Yalangi, people that are traditional owners of all this land. Heading to a, a most beautiful waterfall. And it's, well, men aren't allowed. There's a little area to keep us blokes out. But it's of cultural heritage to the women of the Yalangi tribe. It's getting steep now. Very steep. As we head to this magnificent waterfall. In the meantime, have a listen to a wonderful lady. Her name's Betty. Since she's been making ice creams for over 30 years from Flora Villa. Real character. When we bought this piece of land, yes. we couldn't even walk on it for wait a while. <laughs> it, it was the site of the logging dump oh. for the sawmill that was just a, across the road there. Yeah. yeah. And so everything was damaged and the wait a while had come in and the stinging plant. Oh. And it, everything that stung and bit you was here. Mm. Yeah. Okay, green and you still green, cleaned green it ants, up. Green, green ants, every, oh yes. Now, who cleared it for you? We did. But, <laughs> you didn't. Bit by bit, by bit <laughs> it took us all day to clean a, a little patch just up here um, to put a generator shed. And what Bill did was <laughs> the wait a while just seemed to go forever and ever, and we just couldn't handle it. So he used to tie it to the back of the cruiser and there were so few vehicles in those days he'd drive up the road and pull it and wait a while <laughs> So bit by bit and then you built your home. I told my husband that I was going to make ice cream. Mm, and he said, why couldn't it be beer or something like that? He said, no, you're not. He says, you work too damn hard now and you're not going to make ice cream. And it took me 10 years because I wanted to make ice cream, no preservatives, nothing artificial and totally different to what other people were doing. It took me 10 years um, of getting everything together to be sure. I had never seen, and I still have never seen ice cream being made. And anyway, I got on the phone and I phoned this one and I phoned that one. <laughs> and I found that the ice cream equipment was very, very expensive. And I thought, hmm, if I'm going to go my own way and make ice cream and buy all this equipment... I can't risk Floravilla money 
I've got to have my own money. By this time, he'd given up. Given up, yeah. yeah. We, we do that, us folks. Yeah, Once you decide... It's just yeah, by far yeah, the yeah, best, yeah. best thing he could do. I enjoy making ice cream. What else is it about this beautiful area that, that you love? OK, you love the ice cream, but you are... Cape Tribulation, here are the beautiful Daintree. What else is there about it that you love? The peace. I love the green. I love the rain. Water is life. Yeah. And so I love the rain. And I love the green. And I love the clean air. And it all fits my ice cream because... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm happy. A young local, Jodie... Fourth generation living in beautiful Cape Tribulation. Tell me what it's like bringing up a family here in these beautiful rainforests. It's amazing. Like, it's such a beautiful place to live uh, and bring the kids up. And it's such a beautiful area for them to to grow up in. Um, The little school in the village, there's only 18 kids. I love the school. I like the pizza you have there. Do you do a lot for the kids? Yeah, definitely. So the PNC, it's a very community-driven school. So the PNC gets really involved in fundraising. So things that we do is we ensure that all of the kids that go to the school get to go to the school camp. The PNC covers the cost for all of that so nobody misses out. So, you know, some kids aren't as fortunate and can't cover the cost, so PNC, everyone's included. All the families. Is it, um, do you feel isolated? No, I love that feeling. Oh, do you? It's not isolated. It's more, I don't know, the peacefulness of living up here and and bringing the kids up. It's Yeah, I think it's a good thing. What about uh, how did you get here? Are you a, a, a generational uh, rainforest girl? I am. I'm Ooh. actually the fourth generation no. of my family. Uh, my kids will be the fifth generation. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely born and bred. I've lived here my whole life. What do you think living in the rainforest will give your kids as they grow up, as they move on in life, that feeling? I think it will give them a respect for the environment that they live in and looking after the planet. But also I think that it will help them, I don't know, consider other people. I think living in a small town in the rainforest makes you humble and have empathy and, um, yeah, it makes you look at the world a little differently, I think. So we arrive at this wonderful waterfall, something not to miss if you're coming up to the area of the Daintree. Traditional owners being the Yalangi and the Eastern Kuhu Yalangi Jubble Jubble women, right where I'm standing now. These beautiful falls, for thousands and thousands of years, they'd come here to give birth. The water birth of a local Yalangi. It's a wonderful place. I wish I could paint the picture perfectly for you. You'll just have to see it here in the lovely rainforests of the Dane Tree, amongst the frogs and the turkeys and the snakes and true, true Aussie paradise. Thanks for finding us on Listener.